This episode is brought to you by Netflix. Hold your carriage horses and tighten those corsets. Bridgerton is back. Longtime friends Colin Bridgerton and Penelope Featherington find themselves in quite the precarious situation. The wallflower is ready to bloom. But has Penelope truly pushed aside her feelings for Colin? Will Colin realize his feelings before another suitor takes Penelope's hand? This gentle reader can't wait to find out. Watch part one of Bridgerton only on Netflix May 16th. Hello and welcome back to the You Up podcast. I'm Jordana Abraham. And I am Jared Freed. It is so good to be back here with you, Jordana. How are you? What's happening? What's going on? I'm all right. I had a I had a weekend. I was just telling you I spent the weekend having a great time um, taking off the wallpaper in my house, which we've discussed last week yeah. is horrendous. It's 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 some it's a sight to be seen. Yeah, I think it's funny for a while I held back from talking about like just how absurd, like terrible the wallpaper was. I was like, maybe she'll listen. I was like, why would she? Why would she listen? And if she does, yeah. who gives a shit? Right. She doesn't it's fucking live there anymore. Yeah. yeah. Fuck her. Yeah. <laughs> like, Fuck her. She's got she horrendous taste. And she didn't tell us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> listen, to each their own. Right. You know, and uh, listen, it's got to feel accomplishing. That's the nice part about owning the space is like you're doing things right. for your own good, your own investment. That's nice. Exactly. And I feel like, again, with every wallpaper piece that I strip off, I feel like I'm taking ownership it's of yours. this home because it doesn't really feel when you move into a house it kind of feels like you're in like an airbnb or someone else's house because mm -hmm. i didn't choose any of the like decor. especially your house i mean <laughs> you, you move into your house it was like moving into like the magic kingdom this yeah, is, yeah it, there were things there were decisions made right that were definitely very far away from the decisions that i would have made i mean i don't want to pretend like I, I love the house it's just like it needs it I, it needs my stamp on it i got a lot of responses about how much fun people had listening to our conversation about the house well that's why i loved having that conversation with you because we have such a relationship that like it's very honest and it's not, it's not like offensive, but right. it's very real. And it's very like, you know, you get the full nuanced take of it. Yeah. Um, Cause most people, again, I show them the house and they're like, Oh yeah, that's so cool. Like you could do that with, or, or like they pretend to love one of the things that's awful. <laughs> um, and there was none of right. that from you. So I thought it was, you were, it's kind of like when you reviewed my wedding, mm. I thought that was great too. Cause yeah. it was like, here's like the real, you're not like bullshitting. Well, I, I, I like, I'm happy you trust that I'm not going to like take, I think you have to trust the person giving the review that they're not going to take cheap shots. Right. You know, like, gonna be, you're going to be classy about it. Cla yeah. You can give review with class. Like, yes. you know, the the idea that like, oh, you is this where you live is like a bad way to say something. It's right. like, oh, my God, the grounds here are amazing. This is going to be an amazing house one day. Right. I can't believe that these decisions were made in certain rooms. Yeah. From the past. And it's not about you. If anything, if she is listening. It's about, she it's about like you. Um, <laughs> if you're listening. Um, well, yeah, maybe we'll do, maybe I'll do a before and after so you guys can fully see what we're talking about. I think about. you have to. Yeah. I think you have to. I think there's got to be a Betches exclusive. hundred percent. Yeah. I've what had, you did. Yeah. I mean, it's nice. I've had some, some interior designers reach out to me. Really? I can help. <laughs> well, that's nice. Yeah. No, it's great. That's the great thing about this audience. They're always looking to to lend a helping hand. Always looking to help on, on, on that <laughs> subject. Um, What's going on with I, you? I'm going to be on the Tonight Show. If you Amazing. are a subscriber tonight, I'll be on the Tonight Show. Um, tonight. If not, yeah, um, it's so Tuesday. Tuesday. If okay. you're a subscriber to You Up With Benefits, I'm on the Tonight Show tonight. You can watch it. If not, and this comes out Wednesday, there'll be a YouTube video of the whole set that I'll be putting out on my socials. So I would love for you to check it out and comment positively because that's kind of the world of YouTube. It's always nice to see you know, positive you up uh, responses and watch it, enjoy it, share with friends. I'll be doing that. And I'm sure we'll Thank share you. it on the um, you up socials. I as would well. love that. Um, is it feel like the second time or you're kind of like, I got this because no, okay. it feels <laughs> I'm very nervous about it. Okay. Because are you it, as excited as you no, were? Okay. This is a job. <laughs> so this is when the, the worst of all worlds, what? you're uh, not less nervous and you're not more excited. The more, okay. more nervous, less excited. Okay. Yeah, it is because this is where it becomes your career. I think I was thinking about this. Like, you go from like these, like, I got to get the Tonight Show. Then you get it. You're like, we did it. Ah! Right. And then the next time they go, hey, we, you know, uh, and again, this is thanks to the audience here. 
like, let me say a thank you to all the listeners and your support is part of the reason I'm doing the Tonight Show again. Like, I got to do well, yeah. you know? You gotta, I mean, clearly like, you did well last time. They weren't like, no, who booked this guy? Right. <laughs> so uh, well enough to get the call. And I've been getting the call from them before the writer's strike. They were like, they wanted me to like fill in and I've been on the radar, so to speak, to do it again. So I knew this was kind of coming at some point. Okay. But it does become like, okay, a career decision because you saw the new set. I got to like Amazing. pluck yeah. things from that. I don't want to ruin the road set that I've been doing live. I'll be in Philadelphia Friday night if anyone's listening. We added a second show. It might just me be me in the chairs <laughs> in the room. Uh, no, Philadelphia this weekend. Um, and adding more and more shows. I'm adding New York. We're going to do a New York show. Awesome. So I can do the new material there. When is the New York show? It's all coming. It's, I think today we release it. But um, it's coming. Uh, something's coming. Something's coming. Um, well, we know it's coming. So. It's coming. <laughs> yeah. uh, San Francisco, you know Denver, Town Hall. Uh, town Hall. Oh, great. So Love we've town done hall. Yeah. Town Hall. So New York, Town Hall, uh, San Francisco, all getting added to my calendar. Denver's been added. Um, Syracuse, I'm coming to soon. This is a bad plug job, but plug city. Well, jaredfree.com. You can Jared see all of the dates out there. Boston, Chicago, all these major cities. So I, but it, so I have that set that I've been working on. So you have to decide like, okay, I got to pluck five minutes from this. Now right. I lose five minutes from the set I'm doing on the road. Cause I can't repeat if I, to me, the rule for right. me personally, if it's been taped and put on a platform, Netflix, NBC, you're done it's kid. It's over. Right. You do a do do a new joke, so, right? So it's probably hard because you have to just you don't want to take the best five minutes, right? Because then you lose that, but you also don't want to take the worst five minutes because it's going to be seen by everyone, right? It's an element of like uh, you know you're you, you 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 don't get another chance at it. You know when I do it at the live show, anytime you see a joke, I'm always thinking like, well, I'll make it better someday when, right? Now I gotta like hunker down, so I got you know, so I know what I'm gonna do. I think I have an idea of what I'm going to do. It's between like, it's probably at seven minutes now. I got to get it down to five minutes. So I'll take something out from it to see what doesn't work, does work. Yeah, it's a process. And I want people to be able to, it, it becomes what it, what these Tonight Show videos become is business cards. Right. Like when someone comes to your show, they go, oh, here's the guy. He was just on the Tonight Show. Oh, okay. Let me watch the clip. Maybe I'll come to the show. Right. It's like when they write Academy Award winner. That's whatever, right. Whatever in the beginning of a movie or so, or like when they're advertising the movie, it, it you know, you get a little more excited to see it. Right. And, and uh, credibility. Yeah. You know, so I'm very excited to do it, but I'm also, there's stakes. Like, All right. well, I could have just done nothing, you know, like I, I could have just been floating along. So now it's more better. work. This is better, better than nothing. Better yeah. than nothing. Always good. We're going to promote the special on right. it. So they'll say, you know, Jimmy Fallon will be like, you can go watch his Netflix special now yeah. in the um, intro and outro, and then uh, it'll be good. I'm getting this. I'm after this. I'm leaving to go get fitted for some clothes. Oh, nice. Uh, I think my time. parents are going to come in to bother me and make it harder. So, <laughs> you know, they, I get my parents coming in for the day. That's great. Yeah. So they're going to be. they're going to come see, the sh see it live. They'll come see it live. And uh, yeah, that's what's going on. I, I don't know. I like kind of feel like shit. I'm like, I'm just exhausted. I need like, you know, it's just one thing after another. And then this comes up and well, I'm good like, things, right? all good yeah. stuff, well, all good. It kind of just goes to show you, you kind of get used to any situation. Mm. If it's bad, you get used to it. And even if it's great, it's, you know, it doesn't feel as great. It doesn't feel as exciting as the first time you got it. There, right? You can never repeat. That's what my dad said my whole life. You never you go on vacation to the same place. Can't go to the vacation to the same place because... You think you're gonna have the time you had that one time and you just don't. So I'm trying to like keep my expectations in check. Like, I mean, I was on with Taylor Swift last time. That was cool, yeah. It never saw her, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, that was the guest. I'm excited to see who the guests are. You know, that's fun. Yeah. Someone once said, I think uh, another comic I heard, Mark Norman, very funny. He, he was like, you get to be on network TV for five minutes. Like, there's nothing that no that doesn't happen yeah you get to say whatever you want for five minutes on network tv like that's pretty and cool it's live Li well they tape to live you know you tape in front it's of a studio audience a it, you right. tape it at like five right and then it's at 11 30 okay. that right. night so but i was gonna i think i was gonna say if it's like truly live the amount of power 
I write. <laughs> you could you say, say anything. anything. Yeah, you but, do have to like submit a transcript, so I'm like going through that now. Right. Um, it's exciting. This is all good stuff. I'll look back on this part of life and be like, wow. You know, yeah. I, I, I and then listen to this recording. I'll hear how stupid I sound. Well, just try to remember that feeling that you got the first time you were like given the the green light to go on the show and like right. how exciting that was. And you kind of lose a little bit of like, you know, you get used to things, mm -hmm. but like, it's very cool. It's very cool. It's very cool. And I hope it's cool for people who listen here. Like, you know, I always talk about like when you know someone before they get something, it's like having their rookie card. Like it's like talking right. about the band before they made it big or whatever. So it's, I think it, I hope it's uh, cool for people that listen Again, I don't think it's the coolest thing to happen to you, I think. But it's nice. Uh, you're part of this, too. So it, and it means a lot. Well, I'll um, be tuning in. Thank what time you. is it at? Like 11? 10? 11.35 is when it starts. Okay. After Seinfeld. No, I don't know. <laughs> Whatever it is. It's after just the news. Just watch the whole thing. Yeah. Uh, yeah, just watch at the end. You can see what I chose to wear. That's today's agenda. Yes. Always you're a weighs fashion on influencer. Me. I am an influencer. <laughs> I yes. do like the influence. What are you wearing today? All black. black I'm in my uh, <laughs> I'm in my improv troupe outfit. Right. Is there any comedian that's like passionate about fashion? I feel like they're so and like the opposite kind it's, of people. Some people do it. Some people wear suits and like zhuzh it up, so to speak. Mm -hmm. It's hard when it's every night. Right. You know, to like get yourself dressed. I think that's the hardest part, you know, not to like, I don't think I'm pandering, but like for female comics, so much is said totally. to a, like to a room full of people. If I wear jeans and a t-shirt, no one gives no a one shit. No one thinks about it. No one thinks about it. I think for female comics, like what you wear is like so much a part, like, oh, totally. this is going to be this type of comedy. This is going to be that type of comedy. So I think that's. And there's more pressure to like diversify your outfits too for any woman, I think. Like I remember I went to Comedy Cellar. I saw Sarah Silverman mm -hmm. and then I Googled her like right after the show and she was wearing the same shirt in her Wikipedia page. Okay. She was on the thing. <laughs> right. And I'm like, I felt like almost like annoyed that she has to change the shirt. But I was also like, well, the shirt at this picture is from like four years ago. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe that, I mean, maybe yeah. she made a decision to like uh, on stage. That's I don't outfit. want, I just don't want to have about to, that. Right. Yeah. Right. It's, it's like the, why do like they give kids uniforms in schools that the response is like, so they don't have to think about it. Right. Cause you she know? has more important things to think about. Right. So, yeah. Yeah, tune in. Um, any other announcements we got here? Oh, yeah. So we have a new game we're looking to get some submissions for. It's mm. called Icky or Picky, Ooh. a la your ick show. Um, and people write in with their icks, and we'll tell you if you're being picky or if it is truly icky. Ooh, I like this. Yes, it's fun. What's that? Listener, oh, sub yes. this is a listener idea. Do we have idea. their name? Do we have their name? Okay. okay. Listener, you know who you are. Yeah. No credit given. <laughs> um, Icky or picky? So the idea being, are, is your ick valid or are you being picky? Right. Love it. And listen, for that, we need context. You know, listen, I think all icks are valid because I think it comes from a place of like, you didn't really want to be on that thing. Right. But I would say we need the scenario. Yes. Like uh, we need a full... Fleshed out, you right. know, if you give us the the tale, like, you know, I can understand where I go. Well, you give that person another chance. Right. Sometimes you do see a single person who is kind of like disgusted or grossed out by something. And you're like, doesn't seem like you have a great attitude. Like, right. this isn't that big. <laughs> this is the attitude problem. Well, right. that's where picky comes yeah. from. Right. And I would also say sometimes they're doing it for the, you know, they've gotten a good react. It's a bit. Right. You know, like they've gotten the friends out the, you know, the brunch no table, <laughs> you know, like I remember once I did a show and I was asking, it was while I was working on the ick bit for the special 37 and single, it's streaming now on Netflix. Uh, the, there was a woman in the crowd. She was saying that she's like, Hey, I slept with this guy and he was homeless. And you're like, and the crowd like did the same face you just did. Like, <laughs> like what? Right. And then she starts telling the story and I literally like I interjected. I was like, this this isn't working. Right. I know you thought this, this, weird. this yeah. was funny to someone. This got sad to people who don't know you. That's the thing. When you go on stage to do stand up, you realize, oh, I'm not telling a story to my friends anymore. So when right. people like announce themselves, oh, here's my ick. And you go, uh. yeah. <laughs> 
was right. and this isn't to say this person was a bad person, but like walk it back. Right. You know, like let me help you. I had to like hold You're in their front hand. Of a crowd. Right. Know right. your audience. But some of these that's where the icky and picky comes in. Yeah. Because you're gonna write into us, we're gonna read it, you're gonna get an honest perspective, and we're gonna tell you, ah, I might want to walk this back. Totally agree. Um, okay, so write it in UUP at Betches.com or Candace, what is the phone number? Because we haven't really gotten a, a voicemail in a while. I love a voicemail. I, I love this, hearing them. Yeah, and I think the icky or picky would be really good for a voicemail. Mm. Um, so our voicemail number is, I know we have it on somewhere. So the ins <laughs> uh, we found the listener's name. Her name is Kim. Thank you for sending in icky or picky. Yes. Um, it might be my mom. We're not sure. Um, but okay. What, what, what is uh, the phone number? Phone number is 212-589-8903. Just save that in your phone. Yeah, save that in your phone. Yeah, J&J. &J. Exactly. And give us, a, yeah, you can't really text it, but you can leave a voicemail. <laughs> and, um, oh, you can. You can text it. Right. right. If you're going to text, just send an email, UUP at Betches.com. <laughs> it's a lot of stuff to take. In. Do you want a bra that's sexy or a bra that's comfortable? Thanks to Third Love, you can have both. Third Love was started to take all the frustration, ick, and ugh, out of bra shopping. That's why they make solutions for every bra problem, AKA problems. Their bras make it easy to bring back perkiness you haven't seen since high school, get smoothing you know where, and have straps that actually stay put. Designed at their headquarters in San Francisco and made from premium materials, they put every style through hours of wear testing on real women, including themselves, before it's given the stamp of boob approval. Comfort and support are guaranteed. Plus, whether you're a double A cup or an H cup, their virtual fitting room will help you find your perfect fit fast. They even invented half cups. No more feeling stuck between two cup sizes that don't fit. It's time to get your problems solved. Visit thirdlove.com and get $15 off your order with code PODCAST15. 50 high school senior girls descend on Mobile, Alabama every summer to compete for a massive cash prize. It isn't Survivor. It's one of America's most lucrative scholarship competitions for teen girls. It's been around for seven decades. Now you'll hear what took place behind the scenes. From Pineapple Street Studios and Wondery comes the competition. Host Shima Oleayi was Nevada's contestant 20 years ago. Now she's returning as a judge to find out what two weeks with 50 of the country's most ambitious teens can tell us about girlhood in America. What happens when the competitors are thrown into the deep end with the best and brightest? And how does surviving the competition prepare them for everything that comes after? Follow the competition on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can binge all episodes of the competition early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Let's get to the email. Let's do it. Okay. Jay and Jay, let's jump right in. Love it. We did jump right in today pretty much, right? What are we at? This is pretty good. Minutes. Yeah, this is fairly standard for us. We're 19? We're, no, we're at like 15. 20. We started three minutes okay. late. Yeah, yeah we're, we're good. good. Let's jump right in. I've seen... I've been seeing my partner for six months. We are crazy about each other and are committed. Everything is and has been amazing. So many green flags. One problem. Wave him, girl. I cannot stand his dog. She's 10 and he's had her since she was a puppy, less than five months old. She is horrible in every way. Incredibly smart, mischievous, always wants to play, never runs out of energy, demands attention. She'll shit in the house to rebel. She doesn't listen to commands, sheds like crazy, has, her literal, has literally her nose up our literal asses when we're eating, you name it. I hate this damn dog. Women can never get along. <laughs> it's like your mom, the, the mom and the girlfriend. Mom and the girlfriend, girl with the girl dog. <laughs> I understand she was raised a certain way, but can't help shedding blah, blah, blah. That doesn't change what I'm dealing with. It's worth adding my partner's sister has contributed immensely to the dog's negative tendencies. My partner knows I don't adore the dog, but he doesn't know I can't stand her this much. What do I do? Sincerely, bitch versus bitch. Well, what do you think? Could you break up with someone because of their dog? Well, I think it's more than the dog, right? Because like yeah. you said, there's, there aren't bad dogs. There's bad owners. Absolutely. I'm with you 100%. So this guy, I mean, and this dog is 10 years old. And you can't teach an old dog new tricks. And I don't think you're really going to change the way a 10-year-old dog, which is, I think, 70 in dog years. Right. Like, so that's on the bright side. It's almost dead. Well, I was going to say that. I know that's not really PC, but like she <laughs> could run. Just... She could run out the clock a little bit on this right. one. Like the dog is dogs don't live forever. Mm -hmm. um, again, like I'm not hoping for that, but I'm just saying. Like, I just that say is, I'm hoping that this is, is the reality. A, right. The yeah. reality is that. The, and then 
So that's something to consider. But I also think like she should have a talk with him about the way that he's raised the dog. The dog is a reflection of him. Yes. And she's blaming it on the sister. But like if it's his dog, it's his dog. Right. It's been with him at 10 years old. This is this. I can understand being turned off by the way the dog behaves. Like yeah. that you, this is how you train the dog. Well, you someone's know, like, like someone with a kid. And right. the kid is just like. Horrific. Not, yeah, horrific has, you know, it hasn't been disciplined at all. And like, you're kind of like, what are you doing here? Mm-hmm. Like, it's a little bit of a, it's a reflection on you. I think it's okay for this person to put up boundaries. Like when I'm here, like I, I, I and you are putting yourself at risk between at six months in. They could choose in. the dog instead of you. Right. Because yeah. you're six months in. Everything's green flags. Everything's wonderful. Hey, I don't like your dog. Well, goodbye. I, I don't. I, yeah. I, the dog's been here forever, and you're out. It, that that's could, a possibility. That's yeah. a possibility for him. I think if you're saying it's all green flags, we're wonderful. This is a committed relationship. I don't think it will be that way if you say to him, "Hey, like you need to choose one thing." I don't think you can just say, "I, I fucking hate your dog." Yeah. Like you know, I hate your dog, and your sister's the problem. Is not a very negotiable. And choose Place. and choose that one thing and say how it makes you feel. So like, when what is what is she mischievous? Like? I don't think that's where the she should put her money into. Probably, mischievous right. is too vague. I what is sounds like it's as you know. I, I, here's how I would right. Yeah. Here's how I would start. I would say when your dog is like sniffing my butt when I'm trying to eat, it makes mm. me not feel very comfortable here. Right. It doesn't. It doesn't make me feel like homey mm-hmm. and. I, it makes me uncomfortable. Is there something you could do about that? Right. Yeah. That's like, and you have to understand, men are fixers. Like if I heard that, I'd go, good. Okay. Um, I'm going to put the dog in the crate or in a section of the house with the door closed when we eat. Right. Or we eat uh, at your place. Or we do, you, there's going to be something I can do. I think saying you have a mischievous dog, I'd be like, I don't know what riddle you need me to solve. Right. Like, that's just like crazy. <laughs> right. Well, that's a vague problem. Right. Right. This you need like, like, again, I think the specifics are good. And I would start with like, not just the specific things that they're doing, but how the specific things are actually impacting you. Because mm. like the problem, like the dog sniffing you doesn't seem like a problem unless you're claiming what the negative side effect of that is. I just saw someone, their dog jumped up on me and their claws were going into my shirt. I go, you're putting holes in the shirt. Right, that's and, and how it's you a go, problem And to then you. the person goes, oh my God, that, yeah, yank on the collar. I got holes in my shirt now because of you. Because of you. Right. you know, yeah, not because so, the dog. That's, right, right. so now we got to have a policy here. When I come around, you got to yank, you know, you got to do something. And, that, you know, again, the, the dog people are going to be upset by even this language. What are, what are the dog people's argument going to be? No, they're they're out of their minds. They've lost their minds. Or they just they, don't like dogs. This woman just doesn't like dogs. Right. She doesn't like dogs. If if you come, and that's why this person needs to be careful with their language. Right. Mischievous, never runs out of energy. Oh, I guess you hate fun dogs. Right. You know, like. Happy you, fun dogs. Right. What's wrong? Dog likes to run around. That's what dogs do. Right. I would lean on the incredibly smart thing. That seems like a compliment. Right. Your like, dog is so smart. Also, it shits in the house. Right. I don't know. Or, I, or like, you know, I, I love that your dog is so smart. It seems like she, um, you know, I mean, she knows how to get your attention. But when right. there's a, there's a, when she's shitting in the house right next to me, it makes me feel like um, this isn't like a fun, relaxed place to be. It is. I, I agree. <laughs> and it is funny because I made the joke in the beginning about all these two women can't get along. Yeah. The way she describes the dog sounds like she's jealous of the dog and the dog is trying or the dog is jealous of her. You want right. to stay away from that. That sounds very like Looney Tunes. That yeah. sounds very be positive about the dog. Oh, you're feeling about dogs overall. Right. You got to stay in the lane of this is an animal. It's not a dog. It's not this. It's not this dog that like figured out a way to mess with you. Right. Because their email does read that way. Right, it reads like, it's like some some someone that the boyfriend used to hook up with. Right, yeah. it, right, right. So you want to stay away from that lane. You want to stay away from the lane of humanizing the pet. Yes, and this is a good way to tell how the person takes into account like your discomforts and your feelings and Absolutely. what you know what's meaningful to you and how much they care about your comfort level. Right. 
And you also have to be okay with his amount of effort towards this. Like, I think she has to see like, okay, if you ask for this one thing and he tries to give it to you, you have to be okay with the dog otherwise. Right. Because it's like, hey, I don't want it sniffing my butt when we eat. It makes me feel uncomfortable to be here eating. Totally. And then he's like, so then you come over and the dog is put into a room and the dog's making a lot of noise in the other room. He tried. This yeah. is his 10-year-old dog. This is what as good as it's going to be. Well, I would also ask him like how he got here. I'd be like, well, did you ever get a trainer right. for the dog? Because like there's, way there's ways to like train dogs to not do these things. Right. And there's, sometimes there's professional help. And I think she could ask about Time that. Time to call Caesar. Is that a dog? The dog whisperer. No. Do we not call Caesar anymore? Who's Caesar? Caesar Milan. As the one dog person in this room. Yes, thank you. <laughs> I like dogs, by the way. I, I know I you might... complimented my golden. Yes, I love. I love. <laughs> in particular, I do love golden retrievers. I had a golden retriever growing up, and I do like. I feel. I don't think. Do you think you'll get a dog? I think I will get a dog. I probably will get a golden retriever you can at some mine anytime. Point. She's a lot. Okay, well, that's not a good way to present the dog to me. But <laughs> I, I, I don't dislike, this isn't at all to say that I dislike dogs. Yeah, okay. I think the only thing with like Caesar is people are more into like positive reinforcement training now, but that's mm. the more like 2023 kind of gotcha. okay. dog training. And Where Caesar was, was more negative reinforcement. Do I guys, don't know. I know how very, do you guys know yeah. about this person? He had a TV show. That's when? the only reason yeah, I'm, bring, I'm not bringing like him because I like fucking hang with Caesar. Like he was like a celebrity. Remember when people were into like Animal Planet and stuff? Okay, so this is like, like an older, he's like a very oh, yeah. well-known like dog trainer. Okay. It was like a 20, 2004. Yeah, I yeah, he that. was big at a certain point. Got it. But I don't know how I've never heard of this. Pretty person. much along the lines of what you guys were saying too. A good dog. They say a good dog is a tired dog. So it goes mm. back to the owner. No, oh, okay. always. I mean, you it's hang always out with it, right? It's yeah. always the owner. These dogs, a lot of times, are used to mask the owner's insanity. Right. That's and they blame the dog and not themselves. And just the smart thing is not a compliment. That just, the incredibly smart. It's not smart. smart? It's not complimentary? Why? No, that's not a compliment at all. I tell people my dog is smart because she knows exactly what I want her to do and she won't do it. Well, this is, the, well, right. this is well, back to something. the original point. This is back to my point of like, don't make like, this dog not, sound like, you know, the, right. you know the, the ex that's fucking with you. It's a right. first Well, it's like when people talk about like their kids and they're like, um, She's just got like such a strong like mind and it's like, oh, they never listen. That means like they never right. listen to you ever. Right. Mm -hmm. I know. You got a shitty She's kid. so assertive. It means yeah. like she's rude. Right. Yeah. <laughs> There's no better feeling than spinning around in a salon chair to see your hair looking absolutely perfect. But it feels impossible to come up with that same look at home. Even the best blowout brush won't give you that salon shine. Thanks to Vegamore, sticking to my hair routine has never been easier. And I'm finally seeing the shinier, healthier looking hair that I've always wanted. Now I love the way my hair looks and feels. It's like salon fresh hair that starts at the roots. I have the Grow Hair Serum and I can already tell that it's working. Like my hair feels healthier. I love that it doesn't make my hair feel oily or sticky. I feel like I'm doing something really healthy for my hair. I also got to try the Lash Serum and the Brow Serum. Honestly, my hair has been hard to grow. So I love what Vegamore is doing and I'm already seeing results. I'm already seeing thicker, faster growing hair. Vegamore products are 100% cruelty-free and are never formulated with potentially harmful chemicals like parabens or hormones. When it comes to seeing results, the key is consistency. For best looking results, use for a minimum of three months for visibly fuller, healthier, and thicker looking hair. When I sign up for monthly subscription, I can get one bottle or three bottles sent. Plus, I save more and I never run low on the products I need to take care of my hair. Give your hair the power of a little pink bottle with Vegamore. For a limited time, you up listeners get 20% off their first order by going to vegamore.com slash UUP and use code UUP at checkout. That's V-E-G-A-M-O-U-R dot com slash UUP, code UUP to save 20% on your first order. V-E-G-A-M-O-U-R dot com slash UUP, code UUP. Have you ever felt that fast fashion ick, but can't always afford the super high-end stuff? I have a solution for you, newly. Newly has everything you need to bring your closet up to speed for the season without breaking the bank. Free your closet of impulse purchases and skip the buyer's remorse by renting instead. Newly is a subscription clothing rental service. For just $98 a month, you get your choice of any six styles each month. You choose whatever you want to rent for whatever you have going on. It's totally up to you. Access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands. There's no fees, late fees, damage fees, or fees to pause or cancel. So it's no big deal if you lose a button, spill something, or you just need to take a break. 
They have inclusive sizing up to 5X as well as petite and maternity. Get fast free shipping and returns and professional cleaning in newly state-of-the-art laundering facility. No laundry for you to worry about. And you always have the option to buy what you love for sometimes up to 75% off. Newly is a great value at $98 a month for any six styles. But right now you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code UUP20. Just go to N-U-U-L-Y.com, that's Newly with two U's, and enter the code UUP20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y.com, Newly with two U's, with code UUP20. Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. Let's do some awkward yeah. sex. You ready? Let's do it. UUP at Betches.com. UUP at Betches.com. Keep sending your awkward sex stories. We also want you to use that phone number we gave before. What was the phone number? If you go to our Instagram, it's right there's on a there. fun little contact button. And Love it. And it has the phone number and the email right next to it. Love there it, it is. U.up. Dot podcast. Yes. <laughs> Another easy one to remember. <laughs> or 212-589-8903. Hey, J&J. I recently got onto your podcast a lot more after seeing your live show in D.C. Your episodes always brighten my day. I have an awkward sex story for you that's also, uh, that is always a funny joke with me and my friends. Backstory. I went on a first date with this guy from Tinder. We didn't kiss or anything, but it was a really good date. A couple days later, he came over to my place to Netflix and chill and ended up getting down and dirty. We start making out. He goes down on me and then we start to have sex. Everything felt great. Uh, everything felt great so far until about two thrusts in. He says, I'm about to come. I assumed he'd do the normal thing and finish on my stomach since he was already on top of me. But instead, he leaps off the bed and quickly waddles to my bathroom holding his hard dick in his hand. I'm still lying there on the bed very confused until he pops out of the bathroom and then continues to have sex with me three more times. That's impressive. Kind of horror. Yeah. Each time he sprinted off to the bathroom waddling back and forth to finish into, I assume, the toilet. Guys had always finished on me or in my mouth. <laughs> so, that's the usual uh, way right the, the number one guys had always finished on me or in my mouth so this waddle run to, the, to and from the bathroom was a new experience but that's not a, uh, that's not all I start sucking his dick later in the night and without realizing he was about to finish I took my mouth off for a second only to have cums shoot straight into my eyeball it basically glued my eyes shut for a few minutes, and now I was the one running to the bathroom half-blinded, trying to rinse it all out. At this point, I just have mascara and cum dripping down my cheeks. I guess this didn't scare me off, because three and a half years later, I'm still dating this guy and can now make fun of him for waddling to the bathroom every time we had sex for the first few months. When I asked why he didn't just finish on, on me back then, he just said, well, I barely knew you. So all in all, a respectable king. Sincerely, come and run. Uh, this guy seems very respectable. <coughs> right. I, I would like to think if I were a man, this is how I would do it. Right. Right. That you would uh, come elsewhere. Yeah. You got to mm. be. And then I, I like that he said he didn't, you know, he didn't, he, they weren't comfortable enough maybe where he felt like he had the right to just come on her without saying anything. He that wouldn't be my it. move either. I'm with this guy. Yeah. The idea of like first time with someone you just pull out Assume and you're just like you can come on work yeah. gun everywhere yeah no this isn't i'm not gonna like start doing that but i would also be wearing a condom right so i, I this uh, so i i'm a condom guy yeah that was my other question like when she's like usually the guy comes on my like i guess this is a message to be careful out there right. folks because it, yeah if, if it was a no condom i am on the i'm on an iud i'm on some form of birth control go for it Good for you, right. consensual, all that stuff. And I'm cleared of STIs. Yeah. Right. right. I, it's a, there's a fast and loose nature to this if there's no condom involved. Now, if he was wearing a condom and you're like, I, I, when a guy's in me, he pulls out, throws off the condom, sprays me like a hose, I'd be like, wow, these, you know, I guess good for everyone involved? Yeah. I don't know. That, that, I, I guess me, that's that would kind of defeat the purpose, right? I, I guess. Well, you have to really love coming on a woman, right? If you're like, let me throw this condom off and just start spraying. I agree. I think this is a good good move on this guy. This would be a green flag for me, right? Good for him. I think he's also covering up that he was coming quickly. 
Well, yeah, she did say like two thrusts. Yeah, two was, thrusts and run. Yeah. I've done that. <laughs> I've done that where I'm like, oh, no. Gotta be respectful. <laughs> right, 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 right. And then you come out, you try to like get yourself together a little bit so you can reload. Right. Well, she said they kept having sex three times. Right. That's so she's up for the reload. Right. Is it? Can you do it that fast? I feel like you'd need a little break. I cannot. Break, um, right? Yeah, like no. Most my, people would need a break. Mine's more musket than machine gun. Okay. <laughs> got to whittle, you know, get it going again. Right. Um, no, but yeah, th- this guy seems young and spry. Yeah, good for him. Seems like she's got herself a keeper. Um, Candace called this the complete stranger. No more. Love it. I liked her come and run. Come and run's good. The reload is one of the names Very I had. Um, I'll, uh, friendly finish, because he did, he finished friendly. Yes. A commotion. Ah, there mm-hmm. you go. I'll come right back. That's a good one. That's, a That's fun the winner. One. Isn't that fun? Love it. Okay. Let's do another email. Okay, let's do it. UUP at Betches.com. Go for it. Hi, J&J. Longtime listener here. Huge fan of the pod. Fun fact, you up was playing when I rolled my car on a wet rural road once. I oh walked away totally unscathed despite riding off my vehicle. The pod was still playing when I came to a stop upside down. Oh, my God. She writes he he. he, he. So right. She wrote he all- he. I, I, it sounds like she's taking this okay. It sounds quite traumatic. I wonder what right. we were saying. What <laughs> it was an awkward sex. So he's coming everywhere. And you're flipped upside down. Yeah, that's very scary. But so um, scary. hopefully we soothed you on your yeah. uh, on your car accident. Anyway, I'm here for you to take on my recent ghosting experience. I was the ghost. I, 29 female, moved to a Recently moved to a new country and my new flatmate had been hell bent on setting me me up with his single friends. Recently, I hooked up with one of them and we both had a great time. But shortly after, I told some of my new friends, also friends with my new flatmate, about it. And they all told me he was not a good guy and that he used to be in a relationship with one of my new friends. And while they were together, he was sending very dirty messages to her best friend. The best friend was corroborating the story. I really like these gals. else and all of this sounded quite messy so i had no clue how to approach the whole situation this is a new friend group and a new city in a new country with a new hookup after learning this news i just stopped replying to the guy but i still feel guilty we only got together the one time but i had a great time and if he didn't have this history with my new friends i probably would have been happy dating him or at least hooking up again i feel like an asshole leaving him on on red read i don't know what you would call it Red? I always thought red. Red? Oh, we'll call it that. Yeah. I, I feel like an asshole leaving him on red, but I also just got close to these girls and it feels way too messy to keep seeing him. Now, so much time has passed that providing him with an explanation feels weird. He hasn't reached out for the past couple of weeks, so it'd be weird to say something, but I need to know. Is this an appropriate post-hookup ghost or am I a total bitch? Do guys feel the same about ghosting as girls do? Should I have given so much weight to the words of people I'm still getting to know? What would have been an appropriate way to end it when the last message he got from me was a, that was fun. We should do it again sometime. Should I have told him the truth or blindsided him with a random? I'm just not feeling it. Feedback desperately needed because the brunch table told me he deserves it. Thanks in advance. Ghosted for friendship. What do you, uh, this is an interesting email because sometimes people write in and they think it's about one thing and I actually think it's about another. Okay. Like I think this person went on a good date is out there in the, and saw a reason to like say, oh, I guess I shouldn't go down that road. Right. Now they're a little bit sad with dating. It's not going as well as that date that they remember. Mm-hmm. And they're going, well, whatever, I kind of got rid of that guy. Right. I kind of like, you know, and, and you know, everyone has different experiences with everyone else. And sure, I heard some things, but, you know, again, like everyone thinks that they're, you know, everyone's the main character of the movie. Yeah. And thinks that, well, maybe I'm the secret sauce that makes this guy who sends nudes to people's best friends. You know, again, like this is why people butts find seats. Agreed. You know, so they it sounds like they're having a little bit of a revisionist, you know, look at what how this all ended up. And they're, you know, sitting in regretville wondering if, you know, the you know, the brunch table has made their decision. Mm hmm. Yeah, I think you're to an extent you're right. Like you're only as interested as your options. Mm-hmm. So, you know, when you're feeling good about dating, you're probably more selective than when you're maybe feeling a little down. Then you're like, why did I throw out? Like women do that too. Throw I didn't. Why did I throw out that guy who seemed like we had a nice conversation? Right, and um, I did it because there was judgment cast upon me. 
Right. Like, uh, not judgment. They felt, I think they felt they would be judged again. When you say the brunch table told me he deserves it. Okay, now, you know, the, the tribunal of women have spoken. Right. You know, like, well, I do think if a, he shall never fuck again. <laughs> and so it shall be said. Right. And so it goes. Um, I do think that if multiple people are saying the same thing about someone, mm-hmm. not all the time, but in this case, the story seems fairly straightforward. Both people feel like they're backing it up. I do feel like this might have just been a good warning. And I would I actually also think it's probably like more important for her to have a group of friends than right. to date this guy who this is probably true about. And so I don't think she did the wrong thing. And if the question is like, should she have said why? I, I don't think so. No. So I, yeah, to go to the, the, you're, I agree with everything you said. Like the idea of like not dating this guy, I can understand why they didn't. Right. I, don't, I don't think they're wrong. Right. Ghosting. I wouldn't call this ghosting. Yeah. Because he, as we've talked about here on this podcast before, you've talked about it. Like, he never wrote back to say, hey, when do you want to do that date? Right. Following up. He never asked for an answer. Yeah. No answer. You gave an answer. Then he never really followed up. So we kind of have to live in the land of like you both kind of were like, eh, I'm going to walk away. Yeah. And I feel like men never do this where they feel like guilty about not answering someone. I feel like they would just not answer. Yeah. I think it just goes down the phone. Like I think yeah. like, uh, hey, we should do that again sometime. Is so kind of soft that it's like. You know, you get texts from, you know, 10 other friends. It wasn't like they had a time set up and then she never answered. Right. This is not a ghost thing. This is a fizzle. I agree. And and I think I'm with you where it's like, what I, I, I think like, I've been in scenarios where there's no reason to take something that's messy already and keep Make making messier. messier yeah. Right. Like I, I think like right. walk away is always the well, answer to me. I think it would be one thing if he was like, if he followed up and then he was like, Hey, I thought we had a great time. Um, it seems like you're, you're not answering or you're not interested anymore. Mm-hmm. Then I think if he's asking for an, I think I never give anyone an answer that they haven't asked the question to. It's a good policy. So I think if someone asked the question, I assume they want to know if they didn't even ask the question. And again, like, you just didn't follow up Mm -hmm. to me. It's not your responsibility to tell them, you know, something super negative about themselves. Right. Well, and here's the, the, here's what they're to go back to. They're a little lonely. The -hmm. reason they never text them again. And the, the reason not to get into the, you know, make a mess on the mess that's already going on this guy's going to make himself sound better than he sounded to those people. Right. He's not going to be like, oh, yeah, like that's my thing. Right, right. <laughs> right. Not into to, that. You don't right. like when people date someone and then date their best, try to get news from their best friend? <laughs> you don't like that? What's wrong? What's no, wrong they're going to, yeah. you know, tell the story in the kindest light to themselves. And like, so if you did say something to him, I think like you have to be ready for the. It wouldn't take you anywhere. Yeah. It's only going to take you to seeing him again. Right. I think saying, you know, saying to this guy, hey, you know, the reason I ghosted is because my friends told me that you were hooking up with one and texting the other. He's going to write back and go, well, there's another side of the stories. You know, there's three sides to every story. Your side, their side, and the the truth. truth. So it's somewhere in the middle. So he's going to give you a side. It's going to be kind to him. And now you're going to be back in business with someone that might be, you know, that, that all, yes. uh, the resume tells you might be a liar. And I would say nine times out of 10 in these situations, like how it begins is how it will end. So right. if there's already a lot of drama and chaos around this, I don't see it working out and being smooth sailing. Right. Also, guy who doesn't really care that he's going out with a new person connected to the group where he's already fucked around in the group. Right. I got to assume he's got to, you know. Trying to hook up. Right. Or like doesn't really see things the way he's been seen. Right. Yeah. To me, it's kind of like if it's starting, anything that starts off kind of dramatic, Mm -hmm. if you're looking for a real relationship, I just think is not the best thing to invest any energy into. Yeah. I'm I'm with you. It it's uh a whole group telling you not to do it. But it also like again, you have to like think of why you're asking this question. Right. The like, well, you know, was I mean? 
They're asking if they were me. Yeah, that was the last (laughs) message she sent. Again, I wouldn't. I wouldn't worry about it. If he if he followed up and asked for clarity, I think you could mention things that you heard, but it doesn't sound like he's done that, so I would I would let it alone. Leave it alone. You know that feeling when you're going on your first date with the person you've been seriously crushing on and realize you have absolutely nothing to wear? Maybe you find yourself wishing you had the perfect pair of jeans, the one you can fancy up, fancy down, and just look better every time you wear them. Well, that's why you need to check out Lee Denim. I love Lee Denim. I'm wearing them today in the office. I'm wearing their jeans. I love, they also have this other pair that I have at home that I'm really excited to wear. It's like a little baggier, but it's still so comfortable. And yet it's still so flattering. I don't know how they do it. Every time you wash it, they also look even better. And I love that they flatter every body type. Denim trends come and go, but Lee is legendary for creating denim cuts that fit your body. Their denim gets better with age and their classics fit into every look. Lee's denim jacket is the one to reach for without fail. A classic. The Ryder jean jacket is the OG, what every other brand has copied for decades. Everyone is an icon in their own right, and Lee makes denim so people can own their style and feel good in their clothes. Their spring collection is here, so get the freshest looks and cuts before anyone else. You can find your Lee fits by visiting lee.com. That's lee.com to shop spring looks now. In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry? Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 5% off your first purchase with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for 5% off your first purchase. Let's play some games. Let's do it. UUP at Betches.com. UUP at Betches.com. The old classic, red flag or deal breaker? We're back with red flag or deal breaker. They kept their dead ex's dog. A dog-heavy episode. Yeah. (laughs) I just adopted a dog. And I have anxiety. So naturally, I've been thinking about who would take my dog if I died. Naturally. <laughs> naturally. <laughs> As you do. You're right, yes. That's kind of a weird start to an email. It is. I, who would have this if I I don't passed? know if that's natural. No. I, that's I, little, <laughs> my boyfriend offered to take her if that happened. Look, right? she's, she's getting him. <laughs> she's got a will. Right. Yeah. A living will. Um, my boyfriend offered to take her if that happened, but I feel like that would hurt his dating prospects and I would want, would, and I would want him to date again. Oh, really? What? This person, you would want your boyfriend to date again? I think he will be, yeah, I, I don't this think isn't your husband case. of 80 years. Yeah. Okay. Well, also, why he has can't your he, blessing. why can't he date again? I don't mean to make it. They're not dead. So I'm, I'm laughing at this. It's a, <laughs> it's, it's an extremely weird hypothetical. Right. But I feel like that would hurt his dating prospects, and I would want to date him, uh, him to date again. Is it a fair thing for me to ask him to do? If you were going on a date with someone and you found out their dog was their dead girlfriend or boyfriend's, would it be a red flag or deal breaker? Realize it's a bit of a ridiculous one and hopefully very hypothetical, but curious to hear your thoughts or roasts of me. Thanks again. Dying is so not fetch. What do you think? Um... I think it would be a lot better than um, if you found out their dog was their current living exes. If it's their dead exes, I don't even I don't care. That doesn't matter to me at all. I'm just hoping they're ready to date. That's what I'm saying. Right. If, they're ready, if they're ready to date, that is about. I would be much more annoyed if someone had their regular ex's dog. So That's they messier. co-parent a dog with their ex. That's more of a red flag. Or deal breaker to me if it's if they had a if they had a relationship the person died and they took the dog I think that's like nice right I would have to know that that like it it is if you co-parent a dog with your ex I think that can happen yeah I think I also need to know that you're like everyone's not angry I don't want to be dating someone that has this like dropping off the dog at McDonald's, but I can't make eye contact with the person coming to pick up the dog. Right. I don't want the drama associated with it. If you can co-parent a dog and you're like, we're cool, you know, it's just the dog between us, I'm okay with it. 
I'm still not into it. I'm like, no. this isn't a person. One of you take the dog. Right. There's no reason you need to be in each other's lives for like the rest of this dog's life. Mm. It's not a child. I'm sorry. It's not a child. Yeah. I, I'm, that explanation makes me more towards your side. Because you, because they even if they're cool with each other, they see each other all the time. All the time for the rest of the dog's existence. It just to me is kind of like there is a, I understand people are very attached to their dogs. They maybe feel like children. They're not children. Mm. They're not people. And like, no one's saying you should get rid of the dog, but one person take custody of the dog. Someone doesn't like the dog as much as the other. One, in a relationship. one, person one person's is more like invested. the dog person. Yes. I, I've never seen a relationship where they're equally. That's right. probably the issue is there. Someone's holding on to a lie that they're equally to in love annoying. with this dog right. to be annoying, to see the other person, keep the person knows, yeah. to, to keep the other person on the hook. That's where I don't trust it. That's where I'm with you. Right. I can't believe in a world that is equal love for this dog. In the way a child. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Right. To me, it's not the same thing. One person take the dog. The dog will be very happy. Move on. Mm. I don't know if it'd be a deal breaker, but it would definitely be a big red flag to me. What if they co-parent the dog with their parents? That's not as big of a deal. I feel like people deal. drop their dogs off at their parents to watch them all the time. If they go on a trip, if they have something mm. where they can't take care of it. Uh, that doesn't bother me as much. What if they had a dog and they had to give it up to their parents? They couldn't handle it. I've seen people where I've right. done that. I see it a lot. That, right, yeah. That's the more, that's the one where I do notice it. I go, okay, I guess that's how you make decisions. Right. Like well, I, I do, it does become a, 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 to me it is somewhat of a Well, would you rather they give the dog to the parents or would you rather they just have the wild dog from the first email that they can't handle or take care of. I'd, I'd give it to the parents. Right. But I can't not, un, I can't unsee that as a yeah, character I mean, description. Everything of you. goes in their file. Yeah. That's, yeah. Let's do another one. Okay. Um, they regularly steal. Okay. okay. The <laughs> bar is pretty low. I've been sleeping with a friend of a friend after my recent breakup. We were hanging out recently and he told me that he refuses to pay over $20 for a good cut of meat. So he just takes it. What is he, Aladdin? This is crazy. <laughs> good cut of meat. Robin Hood. It's right. <laughs> I shall not be paying for the loin of these. Makes it a societal. Right. Thing. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I was in shock and I didn't know what to say, but I asked him how. He said he just puts it in his reusable grocery bag and when he goes to check out, he puts everything on the belt except for the meat. All I could think about I... was how he had offered to cook me a steak one night, now realizing he didn't pay for it. Stolen goods. Yeah, that's right. He also told me that his mom is the same way, but with fruit. She thinks it's too expensive, so instead she just takes it without paying. Guess the apple doesn't fall far from the tree and is stolen. <laughs> I found this to be a major turnoff and a red flag for being cheap. It, I would say this is a deal breaker. For it's me. such a weird principle. That's where when that's these almost th more annoying yeah. than stealing it and knowing that it's wrong. Like making it a societal thing right. is more annoying to it, me. It, because what it kind of becomes is like a judgment of people who do buy the meat. Right. Like it does. It, it, I, I'm not. I'm not usually in the. You know, fuck vanilla means I love chocolate or vice versa, but it does give off the feeling of I'm judging anyone who's paying for meat and, and fruit. Right. You know, you idiots. Why don't you just steal it? And it's like, fuck off, girl. Because I abide by the rules. I'd. I'd be like, check his bag. At the market. <laughs> At the market. See if how long the relationship right. lasts. I know people who do certain things like this. Really? I know people who go to the airport and just think they, they're they like stealing snacks. That's crazy. It's like a crime of passion. And then they just fuck off to their flight? Yeah. They go, they, they just walk in, put a couple things in their pocket. I had friends who like maybe as, as like a 12 year old would like try to see if they could like steal some candy from mm. a store or something. But... I don't think I would like to be with that person or be in that person's family. It sounds right. like they have a very um, slippery moral code. <laughs> the principle I don't like. It's no. If you did it once and you're like, that's the person who's like, it's not cheating if I'm in a zip different zip code. Like <laughs> you don't get to make up your own rules. You live in this right. society. Right. In this society, it is not okay to like steal. 
what if they didn't like how much they marked up the meat and they could not they buy said it. to the store they go sell it to me for wholesale because I'm friends with you and I want to go to Taylor Swift <laughs> like in the oversharing <laughs> also also a deal breaker yeah I don't yeah. know yeah I to me this is um if it was more fun I could get on like board what? I don't know if they were like I still gum Whenever I go to the store. Gum is okay, but meat isn't. <laughs> the idea of like, they can't be charging for meat like this. I don't I'm like that. I'm going to take it. Yeah. Uh, if they're just like, you know what? It just gets me wet. <laughs> when I take some chiclets. I don't know. Like I, there's an, it would excite me that it excites them, but it has to be crime of passion would be less problematic to me. Right. Then I'm I not would- giving these people meat money. I would say petty thief, I'm out. <laughs> if you're going to steal, do something like um, Enroni or something. Mm, like go go, go big. <laughs> <laughs> what if it's like Sephora? Like, I, like what the if man someone... Man stealing. Well, someone? let me just, like, I guess if you change the, you know, the, the meat thing makes it sound so Robin Hood, so Aladdin. What if it's someone like? Do you have any friends that go into Sephora and they're like, no. "It's too expensive. Who this shit shouldn't." I, I don't know. <laughs> no, I do not have any friends who are just like casually stealing. And if they did, I would say something. Right. I would be like, "You turn them in to Mr. Sephora." Mr. Sephora. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, would you? Would you'd be if you were the friend and they just started stealing from a store? You'd be cool with it? No. I, I I'd be like, "Why? Right. What are you doing?" But I don't know, something about makeup to me, like, I I don't know, maybe I'm, it, it just seems like the type of place someone would be like, they're getting too much for this shit anyways. I, you know, I don't know. I've, um, I'm not saying I've heard of such a thing. I'm just. Right. I don't think that like actively stealing from anything is just a good, is a good sign of someone's moral code to come. What a. Like to me, if that happened and then the good person cheated on me, I wouldn't, I would have to not be surprised. Right. Like, yeah, cause you can, can go, you can make an excuse for doing anything that you feel like doing. You're sort of like creating your own rules. <clears throat> totally. Yeah. I guess it can go one way or another. One way is like, I'm a cheater because right. I create my own rules. And the other way is like, no, I'm doing this because it's not fair. Right. And, and also like they do anything for your family. Like when they become a part of your family, they're like, we get ours. Yeah. I don't, yeah, I, don't I don't like know. that. Tough one to be around. I think the steak thing is also like they're charging that price because they're charged a higher price. Like this is a business. Right. (laughs) They didn't do this to get you. Right. And I think just like just that attitude to me is sort of like a, a bad sign of things to come. Yes. Let's do one more. Yes. They creep on your IG ahead of a date. I have a red flag deal breaker to discuss with you. I'm 30 something in Chicago on the apps and I have had numerous men that I match with creep on my Instagram stories and LinkedIn, but never slide into my DMs or talk to me on the dating app. A few others have talked to me on the dating app and one I went on a date with. The guy I went on a date with said he that he had creeped me on, creeped on my profile because he wanted to make sure that I was real and that he wasn't being catfished. And when I told him that I saw him on my stories, he was embarrassed. While I get that everyone creeps, isn't it a bit weird to creep on platforms that notify people or leave evidence that you were there? Are men and women treated the same on this when caught? Or at the end of the day, is it a matter of attraction, as in my ick meter wouldn't be as high if I was attracted? Curious to know your thoughts google generation gal what do you think i think she's got it in the last part it's like only creepy if you're not into the person right otherwise i think that's i think it's pretty standard to like google or look someone up before you go on a date with them yeah i think looking at and especially if you have an open instagram yeah like to me, I it's like that's of, an invitation to look right and if I, I don't know to me it sounds like i i'm i don't want to make assumptions but like that it's a little bit easy to find your instagram right so I think everyone does stuff for a reason. It seems as though looking at the stories, I agree, is like you don't you know have to go that far. Someone could see that. I would maybe not. I do also understand that like people do things because they want to like give a signal. Right. They want you to make a move. So these guys that are creeping on your stories, they want you to see them a little bit. You know, right. they want you to go, "Hey, what are you doing here?" You, you have know? another connection, right? Right. Yeah. So I, I think like what they're doing is. Yeah, of course, it's a little creepy, a little bit, 
But not even creepy. I don't think it's creepy in this day and age. I don't it's think It's not so like if right. this was like 30 years ago and someone was driving past your house to see if they saw you, that would be creepy. Right. This is like a standard thing that everyone does. I've never gone on a date with someone that I haven't Googled before. Right. To be honest. So. Right. And and if it was a woman, maybe you wouldn't even think twice because you'd be like, they're making sure you're safe. safe. You know, right. like yeah. the, these guys are, you know, the idea of like them looking you up to make sure you're real, not catfish. That's an excuse that they can say. That's right. an they easier wanna, one. They want to see what you look like. They want more pictures to decide if it's worth getting off their couch. If I'm offered the 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 option of more or less pictures, I'm taking more every single time. Right. Do you so look if up you have an, everyone? Everyone. Yeah. So if you have an open account, of course I'm going to look at the more pictures that are there. Right. Now, if you're posting on stories all the time, it is tempting. You right. see that like red yeah. circle, green circle, whatever the color is, you see that they got I'm something there. When I look at someone's profile that he, you know, has would notice, I'm like... What are they sharing about their life? Right. What type of sharer are they? So then... You can and get you're a hoping so many people look at it that they don't even look at the story. That could hopefully. be the case, or they could be like, "I want you to see that I looked, that I'm yeah. taking interest, that maybe you'll be more pursuant of me, and I can kind of take advantage of that version of our relationship too." Yeah, I so, would say neither red flag nor deal breaker. Yeah, it's like nothing. It's just yeah. what it is. I think it's almost weirder to protect. Like the fact that he admitted that he did it, I don't think is, I think is almost a better sign. Right. Than pretending that you've never looked when you did. Right. And I think also red flag deal breaker. If someone's like, you looked at mine and you were like weirded out by that, I, it'd be a little bit of a bad taste for me. Right. Cause you're not really admitting to being in the world that we live in. Right. Yeah. There's no awareness. And again, if you don't want anyone to look, put yourself on private. Right. That's why you have the option. Anyway, we did it. We solved dating again. Proud of us. Per use. Yes. We'll be back on Sunday. Boom. The UA Podcast is produced by Jorge Morales Pico, Sean Kilby, and Candice Maniga. Editing by Jorge Morales Pico and Shannon Sassone. Social media by Candice Maniga. Guest booking by Ali Friedlander. Be sure to follow at u.up.podcast on Instagram and send us your emails to uup at betches.com. Thank you to our sponsor, Netflix. Bridgerton is back. And dearest gentle readers, you will not want to miss this chapter. Longtime friends Colin Bridgerton and Penelope Featherington find themselves in quite the precarious situation. The wallflower is ready to bloom, but she needs Colin's help to find a marriage match. Will these friends defy expectations to find true love? And will Penelope's secret identity as Lady Whistledown destroy any chance she may have at love? You shall have to watch and see. Watch part one of Bridgerton only on Netflix, May 16th. Batches.